When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll... what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Hey guys, if you're looking for a quality bow dealership near Newcastle, Pennsylvania, look no farther than Williams Archery down in Edinburgh, PA, just minutes west of the city. They offer Hoyt, PSE, Elite, Bear, and many more brands. Go check out their bow fishing equipment, or stop in for hands-on shooting lessons. Give Ron and Linda a call at 724-667-9660. After you get your bow tuned up at Williams, you're going to need the calls to get the turkeys close enough to shoot. The only way to get a stingy pressured bird close is with a quality custom call from Allen and Friends. They offer V-cuts, combo cuts, and batwing cuts for all of your turkey calling needs. The best part? If you order today with our code WDP, you will pay $5 per call and receive free shipping. Order today on Instagram at ANF underscore custom calls or by email at ANF custom calls at gmail.com. Welcome to episode 37 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in the Rack Shack, always, Charles Headland. How you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic, baby. You What's are doing going fantastic, on? because you just bought a new car. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I am looking for a new truck, though, so if anybody's selling a truck, let me know. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> a new used truck. A new used truck. So, first of all, I want to start this episode out by saying I appreciate everybody listening to the episodes. You guys are just awesome. And due to that, I am going to have a public service announcement. I'd like to take a minute to talk about snow blindness and cats. I'm kidding, but realistically, <laughs> I appreciate you people listening every every single week and giving us reviews on iTunes. We actually just got a very, very nice review from a Brock Krantz. Brock Krantz, shout out to you, brother. I appreciate the review, man. You're from, the man. Yeah, from Illinois, right? From Illinois. Keep listening, brother. We'll That's keep awesome, it coming. Man. It's still it's still weird to me to know people from across the country listen to us. 
and somehow enjoy this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. It blows my mind. And I, that thing, it just, it's so surreal. It's, it kind of puts you, puts you back, makes you, you know, a little more modest and absolutely kind of grounds you a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's funny because even some of the local guys that you hear about and we've never talked to and it, you know, I start messaging them and they're like, where are you from? It's like Newcastle area. Wow. You're that local. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just well, here in, you know, little, little ass town. Yeah. Killing deer and, and turkeys and, and all kinds of things. Yeah. Skunks, because that's our favorite thing to hunt. No, porcupines <laughs> are. What are you talking about? <laughs> but anyway, the point of this episode is to just kind of give like a recap of what our turkey season's been like so far. It's had ups. It's had downs. It's been crazy. We've, well, we'll just get into it. it just, <laughs> but not the whole season. We're going we're gonna to kind of limit yeah. this one because we're, we need a short night here. We're going to keep this one relatively short, but there's a lot of good action that came from opening day, opening, opening weekend. weekend. Yeah. We got some Ohio trip in, you know, man, it was fun. Some cool, crazy stories. Some cool, crazy stories, man. You two crazies. Well, let's let's introduce Anthony's here with us as well. He is, and I'm de- very disappointed. We're both wearing White Tail Distraction Podcast hats, and he's not. Yeah, and he has two of them. What gives, guy? Actually, just got the gray one. I should be wearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should. He begged me for like three weeks I'm to get those. Throw grays. you out next time you don't wear one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool though? Not to sidetrack, but when we went on that little bachelor bachelorette float, yes, there was like nine people wearing white tail distraction podcast gear. Yeah, hats, shirts. Yeah, it was cool. If we would have had freaking white tail distraction canoes, I'm sure they'd be out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy, man. That yeah, we awesome. should have we should have got a bunch of stickers, man, and just start slapping, just on start people's slapping them on people's canoes, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great advertising. I like it. We'll have to do that next time. It's a canoe float. It's coming, coming up. up. Yep, I like it. Jinx. All right, all right. So you two better start this thing off because you struck first on the excitement opening morning. Opening so why don't you morning. guys take us through opening morning? Because I don't even know if I've really heard the story in, in depth yet. Okay. So me and Anthony went out. We did a little little bit of planning the night before we went out and tried to roost some birds. No luck. Went to, I don't know how many spots. Went to six yeah. different spots, yeah. I think. No birds talking, which pretty much everyone that I've talked to, that's kind of been like the gist of what's been going on. No one's right. birds. But basically, <laughs> um, we went out in the morning to a place that we do a lot of hunting at. I mean, it's just it's kind of like a, a solid piece for us, honestly. And we were walking in. It was probably, I don't know, it was 5, 5.05, 5.10, something like that. Pretty early yet. Yeah, it might have been a little bit late grabbing like some energy drinks, you know. But yeah. Well, <laughs> it's opening it morning. Yeah. Opening morning. Yeah, you don't have your stuff together, yeah. you know. But we were we were walking in and it, you could just barely see the skyline. And through the trees, Anthony was like, dude, those look like turkeys right there. And I'm like, man, you know, they don't ever roost right there. <laughs> and we were walking and... We're walking a little bit more, and we're going real slow, nice and easy. We're looking, and we, there are two of them. I'm like, dude, that's. I'm like, is that a squirrel nest or is that a <laughs> is that a turkey? I don't think that's a turkey. They a lot, never roost there. A lot of second guessing going on at this Tons point. Tons of it. Tons I have of decent it. roosting eyes, and I'm like, you do. Eh. I'm like, I'm, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm he like, does. He's he's got a solid eye for it. It's one of those things. Like once you see it, it kind of gets just engraved in your mind. Yeah. And you can't miss it. Kind of like the FedEx arrow. You ever see the FedEx arrow? Yes, I have thoughts about that as well. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like a good pointer. When you're walking in the woods, eyes up. Eyes oh, up. Yeah. When eyes you're turkey up. hunting. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. And you guys almost were like the perfect time to kind of walk in. Because if you would have went pitch black, maybe you yeah. would have got, we got two. Past them. Yeah, you would have been past them. Much. That's, that's what Austin was even talking about. He was like, dude, we would have spooked him off the roost. I'm like, yeah, you're, 
Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd have blown them right out. out. Because we, I mean, literally, we're looking at them, we're like, dude, those aren't turkeys. Those are turkeys. <laughs> no, those aren't turkeys. Those are turkeys. Like, it just, back and forth. And we, we were like, all right, well, how are we going to set up? Because we were, I don't know, 100 yards from the truck. Literally, what, twenty yards inside the woods, thirty yards inside. No. We didn't even get inside the woods. No, yet. Oh, you weren't even in. We the weren't even yet. in the woods. The birds yet. were thirty yards in the woods. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. If that, yeah, they were right on the edge of the woods. We're like, what is going on right now? And there's not really any good trees there to set up on. There was one, a lot of small ones, big tree with a couple of small ones coming off of it, like big maple tree, like mm-hmm. like a five splitter. But the other ones were real small. And we got in there, and he looks up, and dude, there's freaking two of them. <laughs> We were 15 yards from their roost tree. We're like, oh, what is going on? So we we set up as best we could. I couldn't even get around the side of the tree. Yeah. I'm trying to set the camera up. Can't get to my gun. Can't set up decoys. Nothing. So I'm kneeling oh. with the camera on the tripod. And Anthony's the only one who's actually set up. And we're watching this bird. She's looking at it. Turned out to be a hen. Mm. The one that was really, really close. And she's looking around, and I'm trying to get the camera position, get the cover on it and everything, and it was just... The the cover on the tripod was Austin's tree. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I ended up pulling my jacket up over top of it and, like, clipping it around the freaking tripod. And I'm trying to get the tripod up because I can't see over him because he's a giant ogre. <laughs> <laughs> These are all facts. These are all facts. And then we're, it, it's starting to get light, and I'm not comfortable at all. He couldn't have been comfortable. And... One of the hens pitches down. We're like, oh, okay. Not like a scared pitch or anything, just a normal pitch. Pitches off to the right. We, we saw our land. Ones. Yeah, we actually yeah, saw, we saw our land, land. probably what, 70 Right yards. in that opening yeah. there. Yep. And then another one pitches down, another one pitches down. And the one that I was watching off the left when it started to pitch, I was like, oh, dude, that's a freaking beard. You could see it as soon as it pitched, the freaking beard went, ooh, it was flopping all over the place. It pitched to the same spot. So they got on the ground. And I, I called a little bit. I only did, I did a, couple clocks real quick and a couple purrs and then i did like two sets of yelps i think and i just shut up and we're actually sitting there and we're just bullshitting because well, those birds worked off yeah we're, we're actually talking about because we did a little bit of recon yeah we saw them previously we're like that's about what we're we've been saying so we're like how are we gonna set up on these they're not gone for the day no and like we're like mid-conversation talking about how we're gonna go and cut them off and i look over to my left just around the edge of the tree and i see a red head and i'm like oh I was like, Anthony Gobbler, don't move. I didn't know that he had a big tree right right by him. He goes. <laughs> oh, I had, I had so much cover. He couldn't see it, though. He just looks right at him like, don't move. So I know the bird's working this way. So I get the camera and I'm shimmying over the tripod and I get it right behind him. I'm like, dude, I can't see anything. So I'm trying to get the tripod up. I get the tripod up over his shoulder and he's trying to move his gun and get it up. I'm like, get your gun up. And he gets it over to this one spot, and I'm like, "All right, I see the bird's head pop out from behind the well, tree." Well, at that point, my my first time I put the gun up, it was still about 50, 60 yards. You know, just just a tad too far. Oh yeah, it was a it was a poke. And thankfully, there was about three or four trees, decent size, that he walked behind. Yep. My gun was in a V of trees. I had to literally pull it out, sneak it around, and get it in the other opening. Yep. And that's when he was over my shoulder. And then that's when it started to close distance and got to about like 25 25-ish yards. yards, yeah. yeah. And it's just poking through and it, it's behind some brush and stuff. And he's like, can I shoot it? I'm like, no, wait. I was like, I'm on him, but wait. Literally like three seconds later, he comes out into this open. I'm like, shoot him, kill him, kill him. <laughs> and he, he plugged him and we got him on camera and it was it was actually awesome. It ended up being a hunt that was 15 minutes. 
once that once it got daylight. Yeah, it was. So yeah. it was well, I, I think you actually called as a Jake, which it was. Uh, saw the nub. A little nubber. It wasn't a big bird or anything like that, but it was us on the board. Yeah. And you got the bonus tag, so yep. why not start off oh, with yeah. a Jake? Yeah. You know? Last, yeah. It's last meat time I bought the, the bonus tag, I didn't get anything, so. Yeah, you broke the curse. Yes. Opening morning, opening light. Freaking yep. bird on the ground. It was That's, great. Needless to say, me and Austin crazy. were pretty stoked. Yeah, well, a lot of yeah. high-fiving going on. Time yeah. to high-fiving. <laughs> you guys were having all the fun, and I was sitting there uh, not doing much on my end. Well, Austin immediately texts you after. It's like... Six thirty. It was like six thirty. More. I'm like bird down. <laughs> just, just all casual. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, like how's your morning going? Bird down. By the yeah, way. Yeah. You, you guys kind of screwed with me a little bit there because I'm like, you know how you mentioned it. First morning, nothing's ready. You know, we're just getting started filming. So I got my camera. I have my tripod. It's me, Joe, and Bud. I have my GoPro. I got everything ready. You know, we're filming our way out, and we're filming our way, and we're talking to Bud and. You know, everything's all all chipper, and I set my GoPro on the back of the truck, get all my stuff ready, and we hike it up this goat path. And we, goat terrible, path. by the way. It was terrible. Goat path, straight up, and we set up. And I start to set up, and I'm like, dude, I forgot the GoPro on the back of the truck. So decent. I <laughs> got it. I'm like, I wouldn't go get it. I don't need it, but I don't want anybody to steal it. It's like right on the road. I got to go get it. Right back down the goat path. Got the GoPro. Back up the goat path. I was good the first time. Second time, I'm sweating my ass off, dude. I didn't know that. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> and the night before, I was out there, and I roosted a couple couple uh, hens mm-hmm. not far from there. Probably 60. We were within 60 yards where the hens were roosting. Of course, they were roosting on the nice gradual way up the hill. Oh, yeah, dude. So we couldn't go that way. So they came down, they pitched down, and we talked. We had a little battle with them. I, I talked to her for a little while. Got some real good audio of her talking back and forth with me. And then right <laughs> as they're coming in, Joe's like, I'm not comfortable. I don't like this chair you got. And he's like fumbling all around. I'm like, dude, stop moving. The hens are coming right to us. Like, they're calling. This is perfect. And he's fumbling, moving this chair out from underneath. I'm like, this is not dude, time. I heard that on the camera. Yeah, see, he's... <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> He's like yelling at Joe. Hurry up. <laughs> like, dude, you got to do Hurry up. They're coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they're coming. You can't mess this up. If they're going to work right past us and maybe draw something to us. That's the whole plan. It didn't work. We didn't see shit. <laughs> we didn't see shit. Our first day was horrible. Weather was bad. We were hunting an area where the high winds really affected us because the top of the ridge where it's usually really, really good. Yep. Was just, I mean, I bet you thirty mile per hour winds with gusts. It you was horrible, get down man. in those little low bowls. Yeah, and like we were down on, bottoms. And we stuff. did get on one end on the on the leeward side of the ridge, and it was a lot calmer. And we mm. called down in the bottom, but nothing was talking. Yep, that's how the bad. rest of our day went. We we hit another five spots, mm-hmm. I think, like that. Not a single gobble. Didn't see a single bird. Yeah, some of the spots we were in, the wind was even like dead. Really? And they looked phenomenal, these spots. And we're like, nope, nothing's here. It was crazy. We saw one other hunter. That's it, I think. Yeah. It was pretty chilly that no, morning. No, we saw two hunters because we pulled into the one parking lot and we're talking to a dude oh, from yeah, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And the game warden pulls right up. We're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and he comes over. He was coolest dude ever. He's like, hey, you guys get one this morning? We're like, yep. He's like, that's awesome. You get it on camera? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how'd you know that? He's like, I can see it sitting in your back seat. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> didn't ask to see the bird, didn't ask to see our license or anything. He's like, congratulations, I'm busy, I gotta go. 
Oh, I'm sure he's real busy. It's for opening day <laughs> yeah, turkey. Just, We're like, okay, bye. He didn't have to license. He just dipped. He just did. Cool day. Yeah. You know what's crazy about opening day when you said the weather conditions? I've talked to this guy. Hunts like a private farm. So he's had fairly good success with healthy populations. He said it was the first year in like six years he never heard a gobble opening morning. I That's the this, first year in a long time I hadn't yeah. heard a gobble opening yep. morning. Yeah. And I thought this year was going to be really good. I mean, last year was good. We saw a lot of birds. Yep. You know, this year for me has been a grind. Yeah, it was like the third or fourth year in a row. Me and Austin went to the same spot opening day, kind of a little tradition. Yep. This was the only morning, even though we got a kill, it was the yeah. only morning we did not hear gobble here. Yep. Right. They're usually Crazy. gobbling their heads off yeah. there, man. Yeah, like, the conditions were not they very were just good bad. for gobbling. They were just bad everywhere. But let's get into Ohio, because that, uh, that was our Ohio opening was PA. was awesome. Yeah. So you guys actually left. That Saturday yeah. afternoon and went down to Ohio. Super I couldn't go fun. with you. I'd go to a wedding. We had more fun than you. You did. Well, man, no, I don't know. I drank my face off, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, we slept like cuddled <laughs> in a tent in the pouring down rain all night. That's so it cute. was good. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if you could hunt it all day. I know. Yeah. We we screwed up. I screwed up. I'll I'll take blame because I thought I looked, checked the regulations, and I saw could have swore I saw that you could hunt all day in the southern region. I'm like, oh, dude, we're solid. We're going to go down Saturday. We'll scout. We'll try to get eyes on birds. We'll carry our gun. We're good. On the way down, I'm like, I better double check. Yeah. And I'm looking through and looking. It started that following Monday yep. all day long punt. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you are you kidding me? So, but I mean, it was fun, man. We took a little road trip. We went down to Salt Fork State Park, same spot where we've been deer hunting yep. last few years. And we saw a lot of birds in this past fall. Yeah. A lot of good birds. I'm like, dude, I know I know where they're roosting. No big deal. We'll get in there. We'll get eyes on them. We'll see if there's any sign. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's beautiful. I marked on Onyx before, you know, the week before, all the different roosting spots. So we get down there. We get camp set up. Try to use the GoPro to do like a time lapse. Totally screwed that up. That didn't work. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> we're learning. We were, uh, we set up camp in half of a second. <laughs> This is the craziest tent setup you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> so we we got to get into that. We bring this four man tent. Okay. Four man tent. It's four man sleeping. Comfortably yes. fits a queen air mattress. Comfortably by fits the way. queen air mattress. My queen air mattress is a royal queen air mattress because it's got a headrest. It's legit. We start blowing this thing up. He puts it in upside down. <laughs> that is so decent. Trying to get it out. Of <laughs> <laughs> we deflate the whole thing, flip it over, and what we should have, here's where we screwed up. We put the headboard by the doorway yeah. where it zippers. So it was pressing so hard on each end that you couldn't zipper the door. You had to like pull the headrest and zipper the door. Oh, and then I cheaped out on the tarp, so I didn't have a tarp big enough to cover us for because we knew it was going to rain. And I don't. Your tent didn't come with a rain fly? Yeah, but I don't trust the rain flies okay. on cheap right. tents like that. I got you. It's always better to use a tarp, too. And I figured I then agree. we could, you know, do like a little hangout area maybe. Anyways, we got set up and we got to a spot where I knew birds would be. I had a really good idea that everything. Yeah, let me get a little sip of that. Everything in that area screamed turkey. Plus, that's where I saw them the whole trip, literally oh, every yeah. day when we were down there in the fall. Yeah. But things change. The other thing that played in part. To our benefit, like when we talked to Garrett, the bottom was all flooded out. Yeah. So I knew the tops where I wanted high. to go was going to be dry. Yeah. And there was a lot of acorns and stuff from last year, so it was going to be good. And that front blew through, and it wasn't really windy that next day. Not mm-hmm. bad. No, but Saturday, we went in there. We did a little afternoon scout. We took 
two steps inside the woods from this little field, jump a tom oh, in a hen. <laughs> yeah. Big old beard on We're him. like, are you kidding me? I'm like, are you kidding me? It was cool. We're like, this is perfect. We know where he is and this is what we wanted to see. But we also just jumped a pressured bird on public land and the, their season had been in for a whole week. They went in a Monday before that right. Saturday. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's get out of here. We know the bird's here. My guess was right. They're in here. We're getting the hell out. We get out, drove all around, checked. I was showing him pretty much the whole property because he's never been there. Yeah. Anthony and I drove all over the place and we did get, it was weird. Every time we'd see a bird in the field, if you like slowed down to look at them, they would Gone. just take off They're into smart, the woods, man. dude. Well, we're sure, like, there's a bunch we're of, like, that's what shot at Yeah, a bunch of Ohio, let's say a bunch of Ohio hillbillies are road hunting them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's a little, little dig. We're love, from PA, you, man. Ohio. We got to dig Still Ohio, guys. Still love you. They, they got big deer, man. I got to keep going back. I got big deer. Agreed. So, yeah, so we did see that one Tom driving around. We saw another one. That's the one I just referenced. We saw another Tom was coming out. It was like a split field. Yeah. And he was coming out, and he looked like he was going to cross the road and roost. There was a nice hillside, public land, but a little piece, just wooded, perfect hillside where he could roost up and then pitch right down into that field. Yep. Dude, I was driving morning. about 45, slid down about 25. He did not like that at he all. He turned, he turned around and ran right back where he came from. And we from. were 100 yards away. Yeah. I, w- I didn't stop. I was going to still about 25. I, yeah. was still dr- I went to turn around and make a flip. Gone. Gone. <clears throat> totally gone. I'm like, well... We still know the area, so yeah. I was like, we know the area, but we're trying to, we're kind of going back and forth with each other. We're not sure where to go the next morning. So I said, well, let's go back to that first spot. We're not going to go in up top where we boogered that that tom. We're going to come in from the bottom because I know there's another entry. This is the way we usually come in when we deer hunt. We come in from this bottom. I just knew the top was a lot easier access to where right. I wanted to go. So we start sneaking through. Sure enough, roost eyes over here spots a bird. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but we can't tell what it is. We have binos what on was it. Like everything. 120, probably 120 yards away in the yeah. dark. You'd be and lucky was, to know it was what getting it was. dark. Yeah, and it was facing away from I us. I just saw a blob and a little bit of movement. It's like, oh, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched it until dark, and we got out of there. I don't think we need to get into where we went and ate, but <laughs> what a weird place. Yeah. Dude, we went to this bar. And they had like a nightclub upstairs. We drive past the first time. He's like, dude, this is a nightclub. We're trying to find a burger place. Like, we just need somewhere <laughs> to eat because we brought all this stuff to cook while it's pouring down rain. You can't cook charcoal and pouring down rain. Negative. So I'm like, there's a good burger joint. They closed like as soon as we pulled in the parking lot. They closed. 8.30 p.m. We get better hours. 8.30 <laughs> on a Saturday night. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Get better hours. <sighs> so then we decide, then we, uh, we continue to sleep all night. In this little tent. We're comfortable. I was so comfortable. I don't know about you. Yeah, you snored a little too loud for me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was comfortable. I literally brought your plugs. You know how I know you sla- you snored really loud? Because I always snore really loud? No, because I've, I've shared a bed with Anthony before. Like, where the hell were we? Which time? Oh, no. It was, that, it was in a Great <laughs> American Outdoor weird. show, me and him. Oh, yeah. I don't know, and he was, like, he was like, dude, I literally wish I was sleeping <laughs> like with you. Charles is terrible. <laughs> That trip, Joe or ear, or no, that Joey and Allie were shoving toilet paper in their ears. I was snoring so Dude, you're an Marcus, animal. Marcus slept good. My boy Marcus slept fine. He slept in the same bed as me. So, Dude. needless to say, I woke up with sore ears from earplugs all night. Yeah, that's my bad. But you slept good. I mean, really I didn't, though. I'll tell you what. I don't know what made me sit. I woke up 2.30 in the morning. Dude, just, just shit my brains out. Like, bad. What did you have to eat that night? 
a burger and fries. Some of the fries had like little white spots all over them. I think they might have been a little rotten, but I was so hungry. They How can you much, get sick? They were raw. I think they were raw. But the raw potatoes can't make you sick. Like you can eat raw potatoes, yeah. right? It depends if they're <laughs> moldy or not, dude. Well, I, you can't. They're French fries. I don't know. Oh, I was like, there's bro. little white tips. That's just little white tips on them. I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. When it's have you good. ever eaten a potato that had a white tip on it? I undercooked, like frozen. What That's with what ice on them was. from the still in the freezer? Were they I'm, that cold? I, no, I'm saying I figured they were frozen when they cooked them. Oh, man, stuck together. I don't know. You don't eat at nightclubs. Let yeah. me just start there. <laughs> it was a bar. If you go to a booby bar and it's got free <laughs> breakfast or free pancake <laughs> breakfast or it's rip prime rib night, you don't eat. Listen, you can get the coffee though. Oh, I forgot to give that back hey, to you. That was stole tasty. my drink. I know it tasted. But anyways, by the time when we both woke up, we were super tired. Yeah, I was, dude. Was, I probably we were, got. We were dragging. I got like two and a half hours of sleep. Maybe I woke. I was sick. I almost didn't go in the woods. I was that sick. It was bad. I got a full eight hours that night. Oh, dude. <laughs> but we did get in the woods, yeah. and we got on that bird. And I kid you not, we were like. Oh, right underneath We're it. right underneath it. What is with us this year? Getting right underneath know. the birds. We tried, though. Oh, we, see, I'm we not trying try to, to get that underneath Not that it. close. No. We, and then, like, I'm trying to get within 60 yards, maybe. No, agreed. Yeah, agreed. At the like most. 30. Dude, all of a sudden, like, it starts to get lighter. I'm like, is that a bird? I'm like, telling him, like, is that a bird <laughs> up there? And all of a sudden, I see movement. I'm like, dude, the bird's right, I right there. there. I couldn't see it. I was What's happening this year? Jeez. <laughs> Day breaks. <laughs> Good old box collar. Oh. This guy. Oh, Yelby yeah. McYelperson. That first spot where we came in and we scouted the day before. It's where an upper parking lot. Yeah. Right. There was a guy parked there with a, like a big work van. Dude, he was getting so all weird. stuff ready. And, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. He won't be in our way. We're fine. We know where this bird is. We still don't know what it is, but we're going to set up under. It's our only, our only hope. Yeah. He just starts. Bop, 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 bop. Like, and full blast. To be honest, he wasn't that far from that bird. No. He was... I. So, if you walk up this parking lot and you go up to the left, there's like a little field. It's a grassy field, but I can see birds going in there. Okay. You know, it's just... It's surrounded by good thicket and it's got good open timber to the one side. But he's set up probably on that field, would be my guess. Yep. If not, he's just inside. And he's just over the hill from us. He's probably only 100 yards from where we're at, if that. It's probably not even legal shooting time yet. And he's full... Blast yelping, pop, pop, pop on this box call. No, nothing. Nothing. Just... I'm like, dude, this guy, like, this is what we're going to run into. And and it, like, no it ended deal. up causing the bird. It flushed. It flew to it another did. tree higher, even like, what, 50 feet higher? Yeah. Off to our left. Now, I, I actually have this. I was, I was watching it and I actually watched it pitch. You ended up seeing it. Yes. A little bit after that. Right. But it was crazy. After first light, it flew to another tree. Yeah, it wasn't ready to come down yet. It wasn't ready to come down. Yeah, she wasn't happy about him being there. So that bird finally pitched down and worked off to the bottom behind us through the mud and water and everything. Yeah, Yeah. I watched her walk away. And I'm like, we sat there and listened to that guy just hammer on that box call. I'm like, dude, I really wanted to get to this spot where we initially, I wanted to go and scout. So let's just go up and, and get eyes on. It's a really nice ridge. It's such a beautiful bottom. Get up over the ridge. We get up there. I just start letting a couple nice soft yelps out with the beautiful ANF custom call. And this <laughs> nice bird, plug. oh, dude. <laughs> and, and it was sounding crisp. And this bird was just, we're like, 
First, first gobble. Face. First gobble face. First gobble, gobble face. face. I look over at him. <laughs> Anthony's just like, yeah. dude, he's pure gobble face. I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, he's baby. Like, I, he's like, I did that. Charles yeah. like, I did like, that. That was me. That was me. So I'm like, I know this area. He's like, this obviously, is- he's like obviously, I sound good. <laughs> Dude, this is perfect scenario. I know this area. Like, I hunted this area all last fall. I know, like, the back of my hand. I'm like, this is beautiful. He's on this ridge right across from us. I said, there's a beautiful little, like, pinch point that comes across. It's a little saddle between ridges. The ridge we're on and the ridge I like a good saddle. Oh, beautiful. And the best part about it is there's a steep, steep ditch right off of it with trees all falling down through it and stuff. He's not going to go through that. To the other side, super, super thick. Nice open little saddle with a deer path, like literally deer trail pounded right through it from one ridge to the next. And we're set up on it. I'm like, I know where he's at. He's yeah. on that other ridge. It's a nice, open, beautiful ridge. He's, I probably got him to answer five, five. six times. Yeah, about five About times. five times. Yeah. Just soft yelps. He didn't like my cuts. He didn't like anything else. Well, I wouldn't else. be cutting at him anyway. It wasn't like an aggressive cut. It was just like a burp, 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 burp. You know, kind of just like... That's like, mm, I wouldn't be doing that, bro. And, and he didn't really care, but when I just gave him the... Bop, 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 real soft, he just hammered. So I'm like, all right, I know where he's at. We got time. But dude, he was like kind of sounding close, but he sounded yeah. almost hung up. It almost sounded yeah. like he was working both sides of that ridge. Because mm-hmm. sometimes he sounded farther away like he was walking the other way. And then it sounded like he was coming closer. So we walked... We took advantage. We walked all the way down to that pinch point and got set up in probably the most primo setup I'll ever be in in the turkey woods in my life. Oh, even as a camera guy. Dude. I was, I was, <laughs> even I as was a camera guy. Right down the barrel. Giant. Perfect. Giant log to my left laying down. Big tree to my back. Brushed in yeah, that's, with multifloral. I got my gun rest to my left on that log. I mean, and he's over my shoulder, completely hidden. If that bird would have came, it was just so perfect. Yeah, he just looked right at a wall of nothing. Oh, it would have been beautiful. Well, he, yeah. he came from the other way, and he still would have never still seen Still would have never yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was good. a good just, spot. Good you, spot. Just gotta, you just got to pray when you have a setup like that, that it just I all know. works out, because it's like, just it's so perfect. Like, just come in, buddy. Just, just come, come in. in. Just and come, old, uh, come say hi. We won't hurt This you. is when old Boxy must have heard him. Yeah, <laughs> I think, <laughs> dude, old Boxy call. <laughs> I kept telling Anthony, I said, dude. This guy's giving Salt Fork State Park a review on Yelp right now with his box call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like he's just yelping his head off. I and mean, he, it was like every he, 10 seconds, 10 he, to 15 seconds for about a half hour. It. About a half hour? Oh, at least. We Somebody sat there. has been watching too much TV. Yeah. Hunting shows, the Outdoor Channel. Something not good. Yeah, oh, man. That just... Listen, I don't, I don't dislike guys like that. They're out there... They're trying to do what they think is right. It just doesn't work out that way. When you have somebody, a situation like that, I almost want to just like get up and leave and go to the next spot because you yeah. know that they're, they're going to be going back to the same spot all the time and hitting it. But yeah, that, that's rough. But I, I, I feel for that guy because he's out no, there. He's trying to get a bird. He just doesn't, yeah. Hey, it's his right. It's public land. It's public land. Yeah, I would have loved to have grabbed that guy and pulled him with us. Like, dude, come with us. Be quiet. Just watch what we do. He and just do doesn't what know. We do. Yeah, you know and what I mean. That's yeah. what makes it fun because you're not only hunting the bird, you're hunting against. You're the hunting hunters. against pressure, man. Yeah. You are. You absolutely are. And, and when I was calling, the bird went quiet, so I went quiet. Yeah. And we just waited. We were hoping I he'd come actually in. Checked him about. It was, if you believe it or not, it was about forty minutes. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. We were very patient. We did everything right. 
This guy, he called in that 40 minutes, he called 400 times. <laughs> Dude, it was every 10 to 15 seconds. Every 10 to 15 yeah. seconds, he yelped 12 to 15 times. Oh, my. Full blast. He never even, like, changed it. You almost wonder if he was, like, an anti-hunter just out there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, but, you know. Like, thankfully, Charles knew the terrain, and he's like, dude, we're going to work these ridges and make another play on this bird. Yeah. That comes in huge, man. When you know the place, it's just, that that makes it so much better. It almost almost crushed us tonight, but, yeah. I mean, I said, you know what? This ridge plays out. It goes all the way down. We'll just work around this ridge. And then we'll get up on the other side of them, and we'll try to call them down into this bottom where yeah. the hens most likely will be. So we do. We, you know, we work down the ridge, soft calling and stuff. And the nice part about the ridge is you can still hunt both sides. Right. You know, you're at the, we're at the top. Yeah, we had high so if we, You know, when we're calling, every bird in a mile radius is going to hear us. Right. You know, they're going to hear us from both sides. So we, we soft called down this ridge. We worked all the way around. I really wanted to go farther, but it was getting super, super thick. Just one thing, I knew it was thick in there, but I, I didn't realize like in the in the spring how thick it would be. You know, so I'm like, let's get on this deer trail. We'll just walk it. It's easy. Start walking the deer trail. And I'm like, okay, well, there's the ridge he was on. We'll walk up to it and we'll call and see if we can't locate him. Go up the face of the ridge, start calling, nothing. So, oh, well, there's another ridge over here. We go down a little dip onto that ridge. I start calling and I mean, I... I changed to a triple read at this point. <laughs> he got loud. <laughs> yeah, I was I was rocking the the double read V cut, and which I love. I can make. I, I usually always run it in the morning because I can make the soft purrs and soft clucks with it. It's a lot more controllable for me. Yeah. So I switch it out to the triple read V cut, and I start to let out call. Man, it just rings out over this ridge. Just pop, 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 pop. I'm like, shit. I did not mean <laughs> to call that loud. I was like, dude, that was supposed to be a lot softer. We we're getting ready to turn around. And we're leaving, and I hear, putt, putt, putt. And I'm like. We both just stop and freeze and look at each other. We're like, is that a turkey? I'm like, dude, that's a turkey. It was putting at you, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Putting. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's a turkey. It was up. Let here. me go back for a second. That's why I was telling you not to cut. When you cut, it does sound like a putt, and I get nervous doing that. Like, I'll mm. cluck, and I'll purr, and I'll yelp. and But when you cut with a diaphragm especially, you can control it a little bit more on a slate or a box call. Yeah, I tick it. I go. Sometimes it sounds like a putt, and you just mess up, and the turkey's booger, dude. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to clarify that not real what quick. I did. I'm not saying don't cut. I understand. But it you just got to really know what you're doing or you're going to send them flying. So it seems like those birds are right by us. We're like, what are they? <laughs> I don't understand it. We're yeah. looking down behind us, around us. We're like, dude, they're close. They're close. I can hear them. Those were turkeys, I tell them. And I turn around. <laughs> those were turkeys, I tell them. <laughs> He's like, dude, 100% turkeys. I'm like, I agree. I'm like, where are they? And I just happen to look like almost eye level. And I see the silhouette of two birds in a tree 50 yards away. 9.30? Oh, geez. 9.30 in the morning. I'm stuck in the open. And I'm like, I see them. They're not looking at us. But they know we're here. And I look up. And I see a bigger bird. I can't see the head. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's another turkey. And I peer around the side of this little tree in front of me. And I see the beard. I'm like, dude, Rope. Tom, right there, 50 yards. It's like, what is the regulations on shooting a bird in the tree in Ohio? Oh, dude, don't do that. Well, I we looked it up. We right there and then. We looked it up. We did the right thing. We we searched it on the regulations. You may not shoot a bird out of At the tree all. 
in Ohio at all. Now, some because some the reason I told him to look it up is because some states do a time restriction, like can't shoot Illinois can't shoot a bird out of a tree before or after before seven a.m. After seven a.m., you may shoot the bird out of the tree. Now, this bird's eye level with us; it would have yeah. been an easy shot. I'm like, I can get up to that tree right there. <laughs> I can make this happen. That bird ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Here's it's the like thing, to though. Hit a devil and angel on the shoulder uh, at the same time. Back and forth. But shooting one out of the roost, it's it's kind of unsporting. It's super frowned Listen, upon. No, I, Wait until we finish this story yeah. and you tell me if it's unsporting or not, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because we stood there. Wait, and- no. Not only did we stand there for a long time, but you have to remember, Charles is still in the wide open. I'm not- behind a perfect tree. I could even like do some jumping jacks if I wanted to. I got leafy suit on, but, but I am in the Charles wide open. got caught in the wide open for at least 30, 40 minutes, at least. Uh, dude, we stood there for two hours. But you were in the wide <laughs> open. I was never left the wide uh, open. Oh, yeah. I so, stood there. I'm back there stretching, you know, getting comfortable. <laughs> Charles is a statue. Statue. <laughs> he could not move. For two hours, I watched this Tom walk up and down the limb. Shake off like a dog because it rained all night. The hens had their, their faces in their feathers, sleeping, taking naps. I'm like, dude, this bird is cheating. Like, this bird <laughs> is cheating. This is cheating. Okay, it's 11.15. And to mind you, like, it was a big tease because it was a little windy that day. So anytime he turned, you could just see his beard just... just- Waving, waving in the wind. Just like, hey, guys, what's up, guys? Dude, it was I'm a rope. And it was a rope. And it was a great bird. Guaranteed the one we jumped the night before. Yeah, oh, yeah, it for was sure. Beautiful talk. Here's another thing about that. He's a boss oh. talk. I talked to you guys before about all the signs of pressure in Ohio where you guys were. Birds staying in the roost until afternoon. That's a sign of pressure. Oh, I've right. heard of guys what? literally when it's been an all day set. Having birds stay in a roost until two in the afternoon. Yeah, Literally. Well, they killed the only, bird, but they waited him out of the roost. When you can only hunt till noon and a bird stays in a tree till 1120, he is no longer playing by the rules. <laughs> he's cheating. Okay, he's cheating. So therefore, I feel if it, was, if it was not against the rules to kill him out of the tree, that I would have been perfectly justified doing so for the simple fact that we made the perfect play, got on this bird, went right into his home, literally... Onto the same level as him, and that some biatch just stood there 50 yards and just was like, Yeah, I know you're there. I don't really care. And he pitches down to well, the. Well, well finally, uh, the, well, first oh, yeah. of all. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, there was two hens, and then that yes. Tom, and one of the hens pitched down. He's like, There goes one, and she immediately starts yelping from the bottom. She goes, What, like two or three cycles? Finally, after the last one, she just didn't let up. And he let off a shot goblin. He's right beside us. I'm like, oh my god, please fly down. Cool. Like, please fly down. <laughs> we got pretty we just cool audio. You. Please fly down. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, we are in perfect high ground. I'm like, he's facing us. Come on, come on, come on. He he'd move and look right at towards our way. I'm like, he's coming right to us. As soon as he drops, I said, you better be ready with that camera because I'm blasting it. Yeah. Like whatever hope he lost when he left that gobble, we're like, oh, okay, that's why we're here. That's why we sat here for two hours without yep. moving. But he had different plans. Because he roosts down, or he pitches down out of his roost onto that original ridge I thought he was on when we first initially called him. <laughs> and what's he do? He goes right up that little saddle where we, where were, we were set, set up. up from the start and walks off into the sunset. It was like an ultimate slap in the face. <laughs> I've never felt more 
abused in my life. <laughs> oh, dude. And I'm me and sorry. the hen, when he pitched down, me and the hen, I started trying to act like the other hen would have pitched down on you the You guys harbors. were talking. And me and her back and forth. We were going good. I wouldn't even been talking to her at that point. He'd gone. Well, he, he well gone. we were hoping that he was going to come back to his two yeah. hens. Yeah. Because the other one stayed up the roost. Yeah. He pitched down before the second one. Correct. We're hoping that the first one was going to call him back and we cut him off. She was in the bottom. We were up top. You know, we were kind of between. And if he would have went either way towards us, we would have had a real good chance yeah, to kill yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. But he was buggered. He was gone. Yeah. He gone. He, he's a smart boy. I was actually upset because we never got to go back there. And I'm like, dude, I know he's roosting. I'll go oh, yeah. set up in the morning. We could have made a play on him for right sure. Right under him. I'll sit on that ridge and wait for him to pitch down right to me. Put sorry, his man. Put his beak in my barrel. You Put know? his beak in my barrel. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Well, I really am. It is what it is. You had a little action in Ohio that day too, huh? I did. I slept in that morning. I got a full eight hours of sleep, and that was by bush latte. <laughs> that was that was yeah yeah. I slept good that night. I slept just as good as you guys, except minus the shits. You know, <laughs> uh, I didn't sleep very well. So, but I got up that morning and. I was just hanging out, and I was talking to my wife, and she's like, "Hey, you want to watch like a movie and order some Chinese food and stuff? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good, but I'm going to run over to Ohio first and do a couple <laughs> turkey hunts until noon. She was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I drove over um, to a spot that me and Anthony had hunted in the fall for deer. A bunch of fields. We saw some turkeys over there. I got to the first spot probably 9.45. Just, I mean, I got a couple hours to try and get something done. So I get to the first spot, and I'm walking around. And there's a couple of uh, couple of good fields in this back that I know of, other side of the road from where we hunted. And I go back there, and I just headed a couple times, and I was looking, and I glassed the whole field. I didn't, I didn't see anything, didn't hear anything. I was like, all right, the spot, I'm just gonna go spot, spot, spot until I hear gobbles or I get eyes on a bird or something. Wasn't the wind much calmer mm-hmm. that day? There was like no wind at all, basically. Yeah, Sunday was a much nicer day. Much that, nicer that day storm than Pennsylvania. Moved through and the rain passed, and it was like perfect. It was kind of cloud cover, kind of yeah, cool. So beautiful. I didn't, I didn't mind walking around and doing, doing whatever I was going to do. And I drove to the second spot down the road from a spot that we had scouted. And I got out of the truck and I started walking in. And I got probably three hundred yards from the truck, hit it a couple times, and I could see through the trees there was a field. So I go walking up to the field like the edge I'm, I'm glassing i'm like man that kind of looks like a turkey on the other side and i'm looking and i'm like oh that's a hen so i'm looking a little bit more and i'm looking i'm looking and then a gobbler pops out and i'm like oh dude they're probably 250 yards at this point oh that's, that's good ways far so i'm like all right i'm gonna make a stock on these birds out around the edge and they're still there they're just he's strutting full strut just like with his hand like what's up lady you know what i mean yep so i'm like at this point i can't go down the field edge anymore I have to go in the woods. So I go in the woods, and I go down probably another 70, 80 yards, and I pop out on the edge just a little bit, and I'm glassing, and I'm like, all right, they're still there. Keep going. I did that two or three more times, just going down a little ways, popping out and looking, and they were still there. I'm like, dude, this is going to freaking work. So I get probably 100 yards from them, and I'm like, man, where am I going to pop out to kill these birds? I'm looking, trying to find a spot, and I can see a tree, pretty big one that I can maybe get behind once I get close enough to, like, get up to and poke out and shoot them. You know what I mean? Keep the tree in between right, me and them. Right. So I'm getting down. I'm probably, man, I don't know. I'm probably 80 yards and I do one last poke out just to see if they're still there and I can just make it there. You know what I mean? I just want to get to like maybe 50 and I'll try a shot on them. And I poke out and I pull my binos up and I'm looking and the gobbler, he's just freaking full strut still. 
and I pan over it a little bit, and the hen is looking right at me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and she just takes off on a beeline, dude. Uh, like a velociraptor, dude. And he just, right horse. after her, just freaking gone. Dude, hens are the worst. She they caught me bad. They the catch worst. you. So. I did a 250 freaking yard stock. I made it probably 170 yards on them. And then I got busted. And I was like, come mm. on. So that was freaking toast. They were gone. I let out a couple of yelps and stuff like that. Didn't hear anything. So I was like, all right, this spot's toast. I basically ran back to the truck. Mm-hmm. Just boogied out of there. Went to the next spot, nothing. Went to another spot after that. As soon as I got out of the truck, probably 10 yards from the truck, I just got out to see if I could cut and hear something. I'm cutting on the slate call, and I hear a gobble. I'm like, oh, dude, this is going to be awesome. So I take off into the woods, hitting it. He hits it again, going more, keep going, keep going. Hit it again, nothing. Hit it again, nothing. I'm like, man, where could this bird be? So I pulled up on X, and I'm looking. I had a free trial. Because <laughs> I didn't have Ohio. Ohio. I didn't oh, have yeah. Ohio. I only had Pennsylvania. I had my Ohio from deer hunting. Yeah. So I pulled up the free trial, and I'm like, there's a ridge over there. Got most of the way to that ridge. Never heard him. Never heard him. I'm like, all right, that bird probably boogered or something. Heard me or anything. I don't know. Boogied out of there, went to the next spot, and it was probably 1130. And I got into that spot. It was awesome spot. Turkey sign everywhere. Scratch all over the freaking ridges. Beautiful bottom. I actually want to go back there to deer hunt because it there was I saw rubs and stuff everywhere. Nothing. And I, I, just, you, I just ran out of time. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you want to go back there and turkey hunt because, uh, you know, this Sunday I'm looking for a spot to go. We can go back there. Because Saturday I can't really hunt much. We got, well, we can, but we got the concert. I don't have the concert. I'm going to go both days. Yeah, Saturday I'm going to hunt probably till about noon <coughs> again, maybe, depending. Latest. Yeah, you know, we got a little bit of time, but we want to not ruin our whole day with a yeah. morning hunt, wear yourselves out. Got to go see Garth, man. <laughs> Good old First Garth. time. I've been waiting for this for... 29 years almost. 29 years almost. <laughs> but yeah. That's I cool, would though. say that opening weekend, overall, pretty successful. Yeah, dude. It was fun. It Both really of us was. got on birds in PA, kind of. Uh, you saw some birds. Hens. Hens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some hens. You got to have fun. And then Ohio, we both got on gobblers. I mean, yeah, pretty yes. much. I mean, yeah. mine was more of a stock than getting on it, but. Hey, that's. I that's heard a gobble. Kills, you know? Right. That was the first gobble stock. I'd heard that season, so I was excited about that. Same, Put a stock same. on one, almost got it done. The hen wouldn't have busted me, but. Yeah. That, that was our first gobble, too. Yeah. That beautiful gobble through that bottom up the ridge to us was just like. Dude, it just gives you chills, gorgeous, man. man. It's, it's, like the this, it's like this is turkey hunting. Yeah. yeah. That's why we do it. I mean, listen, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for that kill, but it's like we did the proper setup, we did the right cutting them off to mm-hmm. food source and did everything right but there's nothing like hearing them gobble yeah there nothing isn't like and it. you know that's kind of what i was going back to when i was saying like shooting them off a roost is not sporting nah. it isn't really sporting but at the same time you want that whole experience like going mm-hmm. in and hearing them gobble and yes he was cheating see he cheated you. but you'd have been, you'd have been cheating freaking shooting them off the roost like you didn't get the whole experience there like I would have posed and just said that he was, uh, you know, walking down a ridge in our batter. We just couldn't get him on film, you know? No. <laughs> but we are sportsmen-like. We are very sportsmen, and we would never do anything like that. So, I mean, once we knew it wasn't legal, obviously never even crossed but my mind to do it. we say we thought about it? We're just kidding. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I thought <laughs> about it. But the bird was bef- a dick. Right. The bird was a dick. And <laughs> yeah. I thought about it before I knew what the regulations were 100%, and I was making a plan to do it. Because I didn't care. I mean, realistically, we were hunting for six hours in a spot that we'd never been in in the spring in our lives. Yeah, really tough to do with only a day. And with only 
four hours to scout the yeah. day before. Yeah. You know? No, I get that. You're hunting till noon. It would have been tough. You know, I don't know. It it would have been it it would have it would have come down to some serious thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I told him, I said, listen, if this was legal, I would have waited till eleven at the latest. Latest. If he at the was latest. Up, <laughs> <laughs> if that some bitch was still in the tree at eleven o'clock, he was gonna die. Well, it was illegal, so he lived. <laughs> well, I mean, we we do want to keep this a little bit shorter of an episode. We're yeah like 48 minutes right now but no we're good i mean we got some exciting turkey we got some other turkey stories coming up part two of this episode is going to cover pretty much the rest i don't want to say the rest of our season but some some, recap some some bunch of recaps some pretty close calls some misses hey from me potential bloodshed (laughs) potential bloodshed potential bloodshed (laughs) a a couple of misses though they were they were good misses Yeah. yeah But, I mean, other than that, we've had a pretty exciting, pretty eventful season hey, so far. Anytime time we get to pull the trigger, yeah, man. Yeah. it's a good season. We yeah. still got a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's all day hunting now. It is yep. all day hunting. And that that might have done difference here. An afternoon bird might have. Uh, we've been getting on what? birds. Say what? We've been getting on birds. They've just been fooling us. I think right now it's like turkey six, Austin zero right now. So, <laughs> I've had some pretty close yeah. calls, though. I was getting beat up there pretty good. Uh, Saturday was a hunt of a lifetime. I posted a video on our social media of how many yeah. times that bird gobbled. Bird slash birds. We don't know. Only saw one. But uh, that 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 bird or birds literally gobbled 300 to 400 times. I want to go back and listen to the, what we just recorded and count. Yeah, that's intense. That was, that was the best hunt of my life. That's awesome. So we got that coming. We got that coming. We got all kinds of stuff coming. But... I'm going to try to get a uh, an exciting turkey guest on, too, before the season's over. I can dig that. So. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking yep. about. That's going to yep. be real good. But other than that, guys. The yakking for bass challenge. Well, we'll get into that. Chase and tells. We need to cover that. Make sure we do it. Yeah, we will. Um, because we are one of the creators. Is We're it? one of the creators, creators for it. Yeah, yeah, man. That's our title. Yeah. So we'll just get into it now. Screw it. The Chase and Tails Yakking for Bass Challenge. If you guys like fishing at all. If you like bass fishing at all, and you have a kayak, a canoe, or a paddleboard, right? head over to Tourney X and search for the Chasing Tails Yakking for Bass Challenge. This is going to be one for the ages, people. It's the first year doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the years to come are going to be absolutely crazy, but... It's T-O-U-R-N-E-Y-X. Correct. It's simple. You go into there, you sign up, you go into the registration, and all you have to do is start searching for chasing... For Chasing Tails, and it pops right up. Yep. Chasing Tails. T-A-L-E-S, not T-A-I-L. Correct. T-A-L-E-S. It runs the whole month of June. Yeah. This isn't like you have to travel to Florida. But this isn't just for fishermen. Say you just like hunting and you want to go win some cool prizes. Absolutely. The the Manus Saddle, for example. A tethered Manus is up for grabs. Dude, the Manus Saddle, they're giving it away. All you have to do is catch one fish. One fish. You have to enter one fish throughout the entire month of June. And you will be entered in to win the Tethered Mantis. So put it this way. Say 100 people sign up for this. Maybe 80 people catch a fish. Yep. You are you have a 1 in 80 chance of winning a Tethered Saddle. Absolutely. And maybe even better because Greg Godfrey, the godfather of saddles and Tethered himself, is in the tournament. He is. Basically, He's all, not of your take favorite, the saddle. <laughs> all of your favorite podcast hosts, all yeah. of your favorite YouTube creators, they're, they're all going to be fishing in it. I mean, think about it, guys. Think about it. It's twenty five dollars. It's twenty five dollars. It's going to a good cause. They're not making money off of this. 
What isn't going to conservation is going into extra prizes for you. Right. There's even smaller little little games off of this. The first person to enter a 14-inch fish exactly is going to win a tackle, tackle box full of full of bait. I mean, it's going to be there's so many fun things. It's going to be freaking awesome, people. Yeah. Go and look at our Instagram story every day. We're posting some funny stuff, we're posting some serious stuff. We're killing this thing, man. We're going after it. Shout out to my boy Walter Lee over at Chasing Tales Outdoors <laughs> podcast. Listen to his podcast too. It's awesome. Yep, we are the kings of the north. And we're taking this one. <laughs> we're we're taking this statement. one. We are the kings of the north. Listen. Everyone else is those southern guys, man. We got something to prove up here in Pennsylvania. This northern region, everybody else is from Alabama, Florida, you know, Florida Georgia, Tennessee. Big bass states. Big bass fishermen, too. Oh, yeah. Some big bass fishermen. But So go get signed up. Yeah. Once you sign up, head over to Facebook. Get into the closed group for the tournament. A lot of smack talking going Everybody's on Everybody's right in there talking smack. Everybody's posting fish because, you know, we're all just practicing, you know, trying to get on the big fish I'm, right I'm now. I'm not. I'm turkey hunting. <laughs> I'm, tur- I'm turkey hunting and, and fishing, man. I caught Screw a nice it. molly the other you day. Did. It was good. You did. How long was that bad boy? Did I didn't measure? measure him because, oh, you want to hear a funny story? Do we have time? We do. Just real quick. Sure. I hooked that fish right in the mouth, right? Well, usually you do. I hooked him right in the mouth. <laughs> okay. I have him in one hand. I have my rod under my hand. I have my phone holding on to the edge of my phone with this hand this too. So I got I got I got a pole under my arm. I got my phone in my hand and I'm holding the fish and I'm pulling back a jagger bush to get up on the bank so I can take take a picture of this thing and talk some smack. And the freaking jagger bush broke and it hooked me in the hand deep, dude. <laughs> I drop my phone, I drop my pole, I'm holding on to the fish, I'm crying like a little girl, and I'm I'm like trying to get this thing off. I don't have a free hand. I had to end up laying the fish on the ground, pulling this freaking thorn bush out of my hand, bleeding all over the place. <laughs> little one solemn tear falling down my just face. Just one? Well, just one. Just one. <laughs> it was it was like instant karma. I hooked him in the face, God hooked me in the hand. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a picture. Good. I talked some smack. It was good. That was his last act of revenge. Although you you technically put him back so he still lived mm-hmm. he's there for uh for the tournament Wait he was june chilling. first june first go back after him yep i went from fishing largemouth that day almost hooked into a good one man yeah and then i spooked him by accident <laughs> and then i caught a nice small and it was good but all yeah, right go wrap. sign up people let's wrap this thing up i like it people please do us a huge favor a lot of you have been but please go on itunes give us a five-star review it would be greatly appreciated it helps us out tremendously little also, comment, man. little comments go a long way with us. We really appreciate it, and we'll shout you out on the podcast. We'll give you a shout out. Charles will give you a hug if we ever meet you. Oh, I'm, I'm a good hugger. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you one, too. It'll be fun. <laughs> but other than that, head over to our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Go Wild, Twitter, at the Whitetail Distraction right Podcast. Different on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle? Twitter is WDPodcast. On Twitter. Go over there. Say hey to us. Say hey to us on any of those platforms. Oh, I'm sorry. The WD Podcast. The WD Podcast. Yeah, scratch that previous one. (laughs) Talk to us, man. We want to hear from you. We want to hear if you guys are killing turkeys. We want to send us your pics. We want to post them on our our Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We just want to talk to you. Yeah. Hit us up with whatever you want. Yeah. Other than that. We're out. The distraction is real. The distraction is real. The distraction is real. Let's go. Follow Cody Kelly, Chris Ashley, and Keith Burgess as they show what hunting is like in small towns across America. Tune in to Small Town Hunting, Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.